0: Welcome back to the Spotlight Podcast from me, Loose Mane. Today I'm joined by Fife Band, Sham Pollock. We have a chat about their early years of meeting as a band, their new single, Sander Speed, and some of their great stories from the road. A new episode of the pod comes every Monday, so subscribe on Apple and Spotify to never miss a show. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Spotlight Pod 1. Okay, so today on the podcast I'm joined by the Bollocks from Fife, hailing from Fife. We've got uh, Darren, Jordan and Lewis on the call today from the band. How are you guys doing? All
1: well, good, I'm a bad
0: Yeah, good. Thanks for thanks for coming on. So I'll start off with easy guys meeting up in, in Fife. You you all from there. How did the band start? How did you all meet? Me
1: and joking. Lewis are kind of for years. We went through primary and secondary. And then uh, we met Forbes through the the dodgy underage drinking days nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, obviously we were all able to play so it just kind of made sense uh we were all in different bands in that before but then once they sort of like finished that we just kind of got together and started jamming in that, and that and just kind of hard in place
0: yeah that's 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 great so did you guys gel over music tastes or just personalities you know what kind of stuff was the early influences for the shambolics
2: a bit of everything music and like things for like clothes and football and everything like that well, we're all into the same sort of stuff like mm. Jordy was the same drinking the early days of drinking in the park and everything i just thought came for that legit and then obviously when we started playing musically we gelled together because we're on to the same influences it just seemed to happen
0: yeah fair enough you guys as you say you're in different bands and there was stuff going on were you still in school when you guys kind of started rehearsing together and uh,
1: no us like no shambolics were any uh at school when we started there, but when we started playing in bands. Who we were if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. Right, Lewis
2: and Jordan were in, played in. Did you just not play a school fuck, a school show?
1: Aye, aye, sure, I, uh, I, I As a first gig, like you no. couldn't get any awards, so I had to play it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I've got I the... when, when I first met you, it was just after school. Aye. Yeah. Well, I hope it was, because we shouldn't have drinking in the parks if we were 18 years old, can <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Uh, nah, I were 16, 16,
2: uh, aye. The first gig we done was one at PJ's on like a Thursday night, and nobody was there. Was,
1: like <laughs> our be...
2: pals, like two or three uh, people. Um, four, four people or something. You know, and that, was, that was it. that was the first
1: gig.
0: So what sort of stuff did you did you play that night, you know? Did you have your own stuff ready to go, or was there covers involved and aye, stuff like that?
2: All, all our own stuff. Wow. That's one thing with the Shambulics when we started because we had been in bands before and played like covers and bands before. When we started, oh, yeah. one thing we set out was we're going to do originals, we're going to do our yeah. own songs. So, since the start, we've always done our own songs.
0: Yeah, okay. Now, that, that's interesting to think you know, having that, that repertoire already of songs. Um, so 2016, first begun, When She Goes Home comes out massive, love it, great track. Mm-hmm. Give us give us a little, what's that about? Who's it, Is it about anyone? Not to name any names, of course, but, you know.
2: On <laughs> <laughs> you go last. Uh, it's it's not about anyone. <laughs>
1: it's not about anyone. It's just somebody can, well, everyone can relate to it. Eh? Uh,
2: it's, about, it's just a song about youth.
1: Yeah. I like that. But
2: it's not about anyone in particular. Fair No, enough. no, it's just... Can,
0: song, songs, can mean anything to anybody. It can mean whatever you want it to mean. You yeah. know what I mean? I like that. No, I like that. Um, I like that. There's a there's there's a meaning, but no meaning at the same time. Brilliant. Mm. So we talk about you guys' influence. As I say, gelling on stuff like bands and clothes. That what sort of bands would you guys put as your your influences? You know, if if guys were to ask you, you know, where did you hear that from? Who did you take inspiration from there musically wise? What would you say?
2: I mean, the main ones would be like the Beatles, um, Oasis. Oasis, Stone Roses, Mark, Mac, um, the Smiths, the Laz. But there's loads. We're all influenced by uh, different things. Like I'd say, uh-huh. I mean, we like everything from like hip hop to like Motown and what, whatnot. There's an aquatic yeah. music taste, especially now. But like I'd say, we've all kind of got our own style as well. Like I'd yeah. say I'm more sixties, Jake's more seventies, Jordy's more eighties, and Lewis is more nineties.
0: uh decent. You
2: know what I mean. So it's like we're all we're all influenced by a lot of different things. But they, the Beatles and Oasis and stuff are probably the the main ones.
0: I right, So that's that's the big things that that come up. Your genre as well. There's a, there's you know you guys are a rock alternative band. You'd say, but I love this dreamy rock and roll. Where did that come from? Who's to anyone who hasn't heard the shambolic? Trying
2: to get the word indie
1: out of the equation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I aye. maybe just made it up to seem fucking cool.
2: But. Uh, yeah. I hated the word indie. I fucking aye. hate it. We still do. Right, was is that? So like, I was like, well, fuck it, let's make our own name up. And it kind of is. It kind of is that because indie's dry and stuff. We've got loads of reverb and delay in that and it's, it's quite dreamy. Some of your music, but then some of it's pretty. No heavy, but it's got a bit of boss to it. Do you know what
0: I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially songs like "My Time Is Now" and all that sort of stuff. There's, ah, yeah, you exactly. know, right. it kicks it kicks up a gear for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to um, some of the other tunes. And I think as I, I read it in Dreamy Rock and Roll, I went, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's yeah. the one. So
2: it's
0: genius, mate. Eh? I struck a genius. A stroke, a stroke of genius. <laughs> so. Not to take away from it, but who is there? Anything that anyone else or any other bands right now that you're listening to that you know of? Would anyone else jump into that dreamy rock and roll? Car, or are you are you going to let anyone else in? If, if they want to come in,
2: that's no problem. The door's always open. Is there anyone? <laughs> is there
0: anyone you think right now that could that is that dreamy rock and roll sound? Uh I can't
2: think. Off the top of my head, no, but um, I uh, we'll have a party and we'll be the hosts. Good, so I'm I'll glad. <laughs>
0: I'd I'd that be that would be excellent. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully
2: one day that hopefully one day that like more bands are soon like that. Um, I know that that'll be sure the that'll be the up. next
0: category on Spotify. And there and probably Apple. is.
2: There probably is bands kicking about that's right. like that as well. I'm just blind.
0: Dreamy rock and roll. Well, we'll keep thumbs on that. Obviously big turning point for you guys al mcgee coming to see you in Edinburgh. finder of well signing oasis uh, guys like primal scream he says he came to see you guys in Edinburgh, and he's and he's really glad he did what what kind of happened that night did you know he was coming
2: well we we had done a gig with him um, we had been chasing him for a long time pretty much and uh, he was mates with manager jamie but he didn't really give a fuck about us to be honest for for a long time and then we kind of just gave up on it. And I think the turning point was um, people kept mentioning our name to him when he was out at gigs and stuff. And there was a Jerry Cinnamon gig in London. And a young team from London uh, went up to him and said, you should sign the Shams. And then that was on, like, the Saturday. And by the Thursday, he had booked us to play his Q&A at St. Luke's in Glasgow. Wow. Which was, like, for us, it was a turning point. Because it was, like, I thought he wasn't interested in us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then we went and played it. And then... Uh, I think we knew for then he was going to sign us. But he just says right, I'll come and see you. I want to come and see you at one of your own gigs, because this gig at the Q and A was a seated gig. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I've never had any of our fans there. So he was like, I want to come and see you at one of your own gigs. Um and then I came to Edinburgh and signed us on the spot. But I think for the for the from the Q and A, it was always going to sign us, but it was just a waiting game. He kept us waiting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kept you on your toes. So did you mm-hmm. feel did you feel some sort of pressure knowing that that was going to happen, or did you thrive off it? Was that a was that a gig that you'll all remember?
2: Oh, I thrived off oh, it. Oh, I played well. Like yeah, it was a buzzing gig that gig because I think everybody word did start to spread and like it was commenting on some of our stuff on Facebook saying, "I oh, yeah. look like, forward to seeing you in Edinburgh" and stuff like that. So word did started to spread that he was gone and that he was going to sign us, and obviously there was just a big buzz, that whole gig that night, there was just a huge buzz about it, because he yeah. was there, and the fact, it was a sold out gig, so our fans knew he was there, and everybody felt like something was going to happen that night, and it did, so it was a huge night.
0: Big party afterwards?
2: Oh, oh, hi. oh <laughs> <laughs> We ended up in my studio in Dunfermline, till silly o'clock. What started it? Starting in Edinburgh
0: and ended in Dunfermline? Yeah. Uh, well, ended in Dunfermline
2: and carried on to Corgoddy. Oh well, there you go.
0: <laughs> God, that is that is a nice little trip of the the uh, south east of Scotland. Love it, <laughs> love it. So about ten and a half thousand monthly listeners now in Spotify. New song "Sand of Speed" came out. Uh, yeah, came out this year. Love it. It's great. Sounds great. Again, a really great Shambox tune. Uh, for anyone who, for anyone who hasn't heard it, let's just have a listen to it. Now. So, that was Sander Speed, new from the Shambolics there. It is just Shambolics, it's not the Shambolics, is it? Yeah,
1: just,
0: uh, just yeah. Shambolics. Just Shambolics. Um, we'll come back to that later on, I'm sure. But, Sander Speed, uh, give us a bit of background. Has that got any influences? You know, where where did that idea come from? Um, Forbes,
2: number of that. So, yeah. uh, it's just kind of about what you see in the streets, if you know what I mean. Yeah, don't want anyway, to go too deep into it, but like if you listen to the lyrics, you'll realize it's like a bit of um, what you see in the streets.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely looking
2: at your window. Sometimes you you sometimes see some shady stuff. Yeah,
0: there's 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 definitely a story in there, and uh, I mm-hmm. encourage I encourage people to think about it and take that take that with them. Have you guys had a chance to perform that yet?
2: Yeah, we've performed it yeah. a few yeah. times. It's, as an old song, as it's quite old to be honest, and we we played it um quite a lot when we were that now. But then it ch- it changed through time. I got dropped for the set sometimes, and then yeah, it changed through time, and then now it's just complete. a uh, and the first we, we've only played it once since we released it, but I, I properly went off and played it at St Luke's. So yeah. it's unlucky how I haven't never got time to live to be honest. But I'm sure when we start playing gigs again, I'll kick off. We'll, we'll soon see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely fits nicely into the Shambolic's little uh, folio so far of release stuff. That is, what what is the next? What is the next chapter? Is there an album coming? Can we get excited for something like that?
2: That'll be a long time, I think. When we release an album, it has to be, it has to stand. To mm. it has to be so, perfect. be And we've got enough material there to do it, but what's the point in doing it when it's not going to be when because there's too much bands out there the now that get an album and they release it and they're still playing the same venues as what they were doing when they were releasing a few singles uh. you want to take it up when you do an album you want to cement your name in history
0: so you guys that's what
2: we want to do. so you, when the time's right it will come but i don't think the time's right for that now
0: so you guys see the album as this is the next step and we are not only get listens on this and try and get sales on this album we want mm-hmm. this to be a a a stepping stone into bigger venues, more crowds. You know, that's it's it's no, going to be a no. step rather than you know just something that you are going to try and gamble on.
2: Oh, definitely, it has to be right. It has to be right.
0: Okay, I like that. I like yeah. That's that's fair enough. Okay, so we'll jump back twenty seventeen. Uh, Scottish Alternative Music Awards. You guys won the best rock and alternative act. How did you hear about that? Were you nominated? Did you put yourselves forward? How did that all happen?
2: We were nominated, I think. Um, I can't really remember who nominated us. I think it was just like music industry people in Scotland, like uh, Vic Galloway and Jim Gellatley and stuff. And we must have got shortlisted or something and then we got nominated. um, And then it came down to a public vote. And obviously we won the public vote and it was a good night out after that as well. (laughs) But aye, that that was a good wee laugh, that one.
0: What was the award ceremony like? Did you head down? Did you all go in? Was it proper dressed uh, it was up? At, it was was at it um, do?
2: was at the garage in Glasgow. It oh, was well. funny because we were all suited and booted. I had a pony <laughs> like I was a fucking part of the Colombian cartel or something. And uh, we were suited and booted, but we jumped on a stagecoach with a bottle of bucket to go through. So <laughs> we, we, never, we obviously thought we had made it that night or something, but mm. we weren't quite there considering we were on the fucking X27 figure code to Glasgow.
0: <laughs> you can take the. You can well, it a good take good night!
2: It was a wi- It was a wild night.
0: Aye. you can take the boys out of Fife as they say. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Love it. No, love it. Um. Yeah, it's good. Right, we'll go back to the band name as well. Not the Shambolics, just Shambolics. What? 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 What Shambolics?
2: Because it used to be like try to arrange a practice and stuff would be a shambles. Try to just do anything with it's us. It's fun about Playing gigs and things. Just.
1: Things were always breaking, things uh, were always yeah. breaking, leads wouldn't work. Uh, there's yeah. always
2: someone in this band that
1: fucks up. So. It's, been um, getting, it's been getting better recently, but right
2: yeah. at the start it was just always something that was fucking up. Plus it was like the best name considering the ones that we were coming up with because we just couldn't come up with a decent name. Yeah. So. I think uh, it seemed like the best one.
0: I love it because it's Rolls of Tongue. I could guess that that's kind of where it came from. You know, it was a shambolic maybe in the beginning and that. You maybe can turn it into the not so shambolics at one point. But um, you, you also, you. I don't know if you know this. You share a name with some alternative folk band. I think they're from America. And every time I'm looking through stuff, these guys pop up and they're pretty crap. Um, cool. and, I, <laughs> I, and they're like. Uh, some, they don't
2: like- I'm sure they're like an Irish punk band from
0: Australia. Aye. Yeah, it's it's some aye, it's really Australia one, I
2: know.
0: Yeah, they it's they're like it's kind of like kind of piratey stuff sometimes. Don't really get aye, it. Aye, aye. But um, yeah, I always I always stumble across them. So as I say, when the album comes out, you know, you guys we're can. Going ca- have,
2: we're going to reach out to them and have a boxing match with them one day. <laughs> aye, charity <laughs> box. Charity box.
0: The I get we'll get Eddie Hard <laughs> involved and he'll. Uh, some sort of like
1: <laughs> WWE
0: tag team match or something.
1: <laughs> a wee battle royale.
0: Yeah, love it. And then we'll loser has ch- to they can just be the pirates or something after that.
1: <laughs> and, I'm sure they're about fifty and all like. So, uh, ah, they look ancient. Like. I'm pretty sure. Just like be us solid.
2: in fifty years' time, eh? Oh, about. Going with the rate we're losing our hair, but it's going to be us in 10 years' time. <laughs> it's a
0: look into the future, is it?
2: Um, Coming out of rehab and making an Australian punk album.
0: <laughs> it's a glimpse of the future. Um, so, <laughs> obviously, this year, as we we spoke about before we all jumped on, the coronavirus and everything, you know, music's really slowed down and turned off altogether. It was, you know, there was a lot going on, but I think in time we will get back to it, we will get back to gigs. And as you say, I I saw you guys in Dundee in the church and it's a gig where, you know, people want to jump oh, that's about. That was a good gig, that one. Yeah, it was great. People want to jump about, people want to have a, you know, a good time up the front of the, the gig. It
2: was funny because we thought that was going to be dead for some reason. It was a Thursday night and we didn't think people were going to turn up because that was one of the only gigs that never sold out beforehand on the tour. Yeah? And like... We- Ah, yeah, well, I sort i am sure it was pretty close to the cell on the night, but like we didn't even know it was going to be that busy, and then we walked out to go on stage, and it was fucking rammed. Yeah, it
0: was. A it, great was gig. it was, but I, I—I I don't know what it is as well. Yeah, I'm probably one of a taller member of your fan base because it was great cause I could—we were standing a bit further back, but I could see properly right in the stage over everyone's head. So that was that was uh, <laughs> nice for yeah. me. That was nice for me. I, I believe my two pals—they actually were arguing. They both got T-shirts as well, and who got to buy the white one and who got to buy the black one uh, with the shambles <laughs> on it. Probably. I'm pretty sure they still wear them. Yeah, so that's that's the well, first time uh, I see you guys. Obviously, with everything, we're maybe not going to see that for a wee bit yet. Have you you guys have obviously been missing the stage? How's how's this year been for you guys? Can you have you been meeting up again, getting some practices in? Well, we've
2: we've started meeting up again. It, it's been quite hard to write songs sometimes, just find the no. inspiration. But um, we'll get back to it. We've just kind of been getting on with it and just hoping that the gigs return soon.
0: Yeah. You guys have got Rewind next year, April 2021, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Leeds, Leeds in London. Looking forward to that.
2: Oh, aye, aye. That'll be um, good, right? I think we all forgot about that there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a um, your starter, right? Aye. <laughs> uh, Leeds, Leeds one's sold out, I'm sure. Aye. Oh, uh, right. London's not far so, right? behind. I think it's only 50 tickets or something like that, so. Get onto this feeling's website and grab them. Well, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's going to be that, that's going to be a class gig, and this feeling have always been good with us, they've always treated us well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, I'm buzzing to be playing for them again. But it's- there's loads, there's loads of rescheduled stuff we're going to announce soon, and maybe a few new dates will announce soon as well.
0: Yeah, the first, and obviously, another big one Transmit Festival 2021. So obviously, yeah. it's a shame it couldn't go ahead this season. Stuff like the Glasgow Green, we hope we can all get in there and stuff like that. I've seen obviously we've seen the pictures of uh, you know kind of safe, isolated standing at uh, gigs and festivals and that. What do you guys think about yeah. that? Do you think that could you know be a way forward? It's definitely a start. Uh, well, I'm not too
2: sure. I, I mean, mean, like, not far to it. Right. But, I mean, like, maybe if it was fucking Paul McCartney or something like that, I would mean, maybe go to it. But, like, uh, that Libertines gig, it was, like, the Libertines are a band that you want to be in the crowd and jumping about and having a bit of atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, standing in a fucking pig pen watching yeah. them. <laughs> uh, and I think we'd be the same as well. You know what I mean? I, I think that, like, well, obviously we don't know, but I don't think we'd be the sort of band for, to sit and view like that. It's got The atmosphere's got to be there with us. And if it's not there, then I, I don't know i, I did not think it would be right for us i might be right for some bands but i, I like no us maybe somebody like fleetwood mac or something but because then you're what you're you're observing like great musical bands you know what i mean i'm not saying that like the libertines aren't like that or we like we shit or whatever but it's more about the atmosphere with bands like us You know
0: yeah. what I mean? yeah i know i know what you mean i think i think you know as you say these big guys these you know proper proper big headliners you're in all of them almost you know rather than
2: aye because you you could sit there like i mean the paul mccartney gig that we were at even though we were standing half the time it was a seated gig yeah so it's like imagine like getting to see paul mccartney you wouldn't give a fuck about the people around you yeah so i'd be fine standing in a wee pen like that seat because you'd just be so mesmerized by a beetle on stage yeah. But I don't think people are going to be absolutely mesmerised by a shambolic on stage, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe, maybe in a few years' time, but like I just don't think that's a good thing for a band that is all about the atmosphere, and that's yeah. what we bring to the party, and yeah. I don't think that, that would suit us.
0: No, I, I totally get that. And I like to bring that as well, that you guys, it, you don't indili- individually refer to yourselves as individual shambolic, a shambolic, are you?
2: Shams, fuck you! Oh, Shams,
0: Shams, I like that. I have heard that. The Shams, uh, Shams, I like that. So you guys obviously been going around, as you say, toured bands, you know, bands of school, and then now touring with the Bollocks. What kind of stories have you got? What's the what? What's the best and worst kind of experiences you guys have had out on the stage, on the tour? You know, hey,
2: what, so what do you want here? Because
1: we've got a fucking <laughs> shit. <shitload to do. laughs> the so worst so. thing that's ever happened to us was. That last tour you were talking about when you came to see us in Dundee, I'm sure we had Aberdeen the next day, oh, and we went up. This uh, is the funniest thing that's happened. Aye, and we went up and played Aberdeen, and we were just sound checking. Where, we where, where even, can like, I, I ask where about soundcheck? in Aberdeen you were that? It was Drummonds. Aye, Drummonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. stairs, right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we were. I think Jake was just like banging his stairs, and that we were just pretty much tuning up. And this old man like just walked down, kind of those like stairs leading down he walked down the stairs and he just like came right up to us and he was like that is the worst
2: fucking music I've ever heard in my life <laughs> <laughs> and he just absolute like oh <laughs> but the thing
0: God is can yes. only sound track.
2: checking the fucking kick drum see when you're sound checking it at the start of the gig where it's like doof all
0: doof right. doof
2: it's like sound checking it so the sound engineer can get his levels and shit that's all it was we wanted to play anything uh, and that old man was just um, being a fucking dick to be honest so we just uh, ripped right. him the bouncers came up, chucked him out, and we told him to buy a t shirt as he was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> just to
0: remember. No, don't worry, you get some grumpy old farts, that's for sure, in uh, Aberdeen. We definitely have some, yeah. especially in Drummond's. Well, but okay. Drummond's a great little venue, actually. Uh, yeah, it was a
2: good uh, gig. Yeah, it, it was a good gig. That yeah. was just a funny thing that happened. <laughs> Another mad story that's happened to us is uh, we were um, we were going, we got offered to play our first London gig by Alan McGee, funnily enough. He picked us to play. I was at This Feeling gig, and This Feeling done a f- competition on Facebook, and it says, bands, post your tunes on this page, and McGee will go through them all and pick them. So McGee goes through them, and he picked us. Shame he didn't sign us till three years later for <laughs> But uh, he, he picked us to play, so we had just got a van and stuff, and we'd never even drove to fucking Carlisle, never mind London. And uh, we drive down, and uh, we get just past the borders and I thought some we had a a van full of people we had all our pals and stuff there and I thought somebody had sneezed or something so I turned around and I was like what the fuck was that noise and I just heard loads of grinding two of the tyres had popped on the van and we were in the third lane on the M6 and the van just started shaking and swaying everywhere so somehow I got it into the side lane and we were like fuck we, obviously at the time we were just young and naive and starting out we thought this was the night we were going to get signed by Alan McGee so we are like fuck we're going to get down there we're going to get done there and we ended up somehow getting the like, like for this certain van we got the, the last tyres at the tyre shop closest to us had in store they came out and fitted it and then we drove down walrus the Wagon, as we called it, at about 100 miles an hour. Pretty much parked outside the venue and had to run on stage, played, and then I about fucking had a nervous breakdown.
0: <laughs> well, at least you made oh, it. Dramatic uh, entrances. Right, well,
2: at least we made it, and at least we never fucking died, so that was fine. But that was scary, though. It was scary, like the van sliding across the M6 and stuff. But mm-hmm. there's loads of other stories like that that's went on. I can't really think off the top of my head, but uh, there's plenty of mad stories in the shams.
0: Living, living up to the shambolic's name there, I believe. I feel I feel that's only I feel that's only right. Before we go, um I'll ask you, who are you guys listening to right now? Who's exciting you in the Scottish music scene, British music scene, anyone that, you know, is coming through? Who are you guys listening to through lockdown and all that?
1: I've been back at the old stuff again,
2: like <laughs> <laughs> there's got, there, there is stuff out there. Um I just kinda hang off the top of my head uh I mean, Jerry Cinnamon released a good album. See, the thing, the the problem is with Lockdown is the people who release music, everything's just seemed to have went under. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. it's quite a shame. That's why we're, with this track that we're about to release, it's an old song, it's a re-release, but I think that's a smart move for us because... A lot of the songs that people are releasing in the room, and it's a new song, the canny tour at the back of it, the canny, uh, doesn't really promote as well. Yeah. And it just seems to go under. You know what I mean? There is some great Scottish music out there, like the yeah. Snuts are doing well, and Jerry Cinnamon's good, yeah. and there's a good scene going on in Glasgow right now, and it's all good, but it's just during lockdown, I don't think we've listened to too much. We went back to the golden old days because we've been listening to gold radio too much. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh,
0: I've, I've uh, found love with Johnny Cash again, that's my lockdown. He's uh, Cash is uh, the, yes, man. He's, he is I the man. man, I
2: love that absolute man, I've ha- actually not listened to him in, a, in ages, I had a wee Elvis phase recently
0: Oh I've both, but, uh, I've, well, I'm always having an Elvis phase so Oh
2: Elvis <laughs> is the king
0: Aye of course Yeah no that's interesting like you say with bands not releasing stuff, guys like even the Fatellis you know they, April was going to be there Album release, big tour. I was going to go see yeah. him Barrows and all that, but they still, you know, just holding off, holding off. Do you think there is also yeah. a bit of a platform though? Speaking to some of the other artists, everyone is at home or has been at home at the last wee while. Everyone has been on their phones. As you say, maybe re-releasing all stuff is the best idea because there are folk waiting, you know, for new stuff while they're hmm. sitting about in their well, houses doing definitely, nothing.
2: Definitely, there's there's a crowd on social media, so obviously your music's going to be seen on social media. But I think people need to feel music. You know what I mean? So if they kinda feel it at a gig, they're not going to feel it through a phone, are they?
0: Totally agree. So it,
2: like, I'll, I'll to- I'll, it gets a big reach, and people listen to it for about a week, but then it seems all the music that's been released just seems to have went under. That's... But I think if it was to have a bit of a life, and take like songs will take off on a life on its own, do you know what I mean? Yep. Like half of Jerry's first album, yep. he released that, and look at it, it's all about the atmosphere at his gigs as well. And I just think that if songs were to get released... Right, like they have to be toured and people need to hear them and people need to sing them and stuff. And then when they've got that memory in their head and that feeling, they'll go back and listen to it again. Uh-huh. But I just think if songs are released anew, it's listened to and then the phones put down and everybody's back on Twitter, uh-huh. greeting about coronavirus.
0: Aye, yeah, no, that's <laughs> I, I totally, yeah, I, I understand. You know, guys, when I hear albums, I, I like to listen to albums all the way through. And new tracks come out. You know, it is where can I get tickets, when can I see this, you know. Exactly, you always want this to this go downstairs. and see it live, yeah. you know what I mean, Yeah, and it's guys, live. obviously some haven't had a choice in, you know, not being able to tour and that sort of stuff, as as you well know, but hopefully guys and fans can still hold on to tunes and, well, there's guys like Idols kind of really rising through the ranks in England and that, but they're selling out three mm. nights in Glasgow, easy peasy now, because everyone's desperate to get back out, you know, and they're obviously a brilliant band, yeah. so hopefully that comes around for, for everyone else, which I presume it will do. Hopefully so, man. Uh,
2: hopefully
0: so. Hopefully quicker than we expect. Hopefully quicker than we expect. Well, that's been the shambolic. Thank, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks, Darren, Jordan, and Lewis. Jake sends his apologies, I'm sure. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, we'll get him next time. Yeah, thanks for coming on the pod, guys. It's been great. Sandra Speed, uh, available everywhere now. Spotify, Apple, all that sort of stuff. And hope to see you guys back on stage as soon as possible
2: cheers mate and cheers keep me, an so eye for our, our new single coming out on the st- Friday 2nd of October on our streaming platforms
0: that's Friday 2nd of October you had it here first thanks guys uh, we'll chat again soon
2: cheers my cheers, man.
1: cheers cheers
0: So I'll edit in there afterwards. I'll chuck that.
3: In. <laughs>